Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Rock is a Hard Place, our podcast where we feature independent bands and up-and-coming rock bands and the things that they go through to make it in this world of music. This time around, matter of fact, this is our second session with Silvertongue. This time around, we're talking with the bass player, Sam Sowers. How are you doing? Hey, man. Great to hear from you. How you been? Very good, sir. Yeah, we got a chance to, to meet a few months ago earlier this summer and had the pleasure of talking with you guys and wanted to include you on the podcast because you guys... Seem to seem to be pretty organized when it comes to uh, doing this thing. And what's kind of new with the band? Where are you at right now here as we get close to October? Um, we got a whole lot in store going on right now. There's a whole lot going on between us and our label about what is going to be released as our second single, uh, the follow-up to our first single, Done My Best, uh, which has been on radio rotation now for about, I don't know, six months. So, you know, we're just trying to uh, make sure that we stay up to date with everything. Uh, we'll probably be releasing a video for this next single. So a lot of that has been in the works. Uh, on top of that, we just got back from a weekend of shows out in Ohio and Indiana. And so we're kind of just getting back into the flow of things, uh, taking care of stuff down back at home. So we can't mention which song yet. Well, there's talk, there's talk, but we will not mention the song yet. <laughs> I thought I'd get you to maybe confess a little bit, but that's fine, that's fine. I am, if you ask me, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> okay. Well, leave, look, I'll leave the suspense there. I'm kind of curious to which way you go, because it's a really good album. We encourage people to check it out. Silvertongue has this album. came out in February, I think, but at what cost? Where did you guys uh, record this record? I know you guys are from Baltimore. Did you record locally, or how did you do that? Yeah. Well, we've been working with our studio guy, Stephen Wright, um, for about, I guess, five, six, seven, eight years now. Uh, he always does a great job. He he reads us. He, he knows how to get what he needs out of us, <laughs> which sounds funny, but it's very true. He can kind of tell, you know, he, he tries to bring out the best in us in our writing and in our recording. Uh, he does a great job, and he's definitely helped us achieve the new sound that we're trying to get with But At What Cost. How big is that when it comes to recording a song? And how much would you listen to somebody like that? So you must really trust this person and what they're hearing when you're recording. Yeah. And, of course, we have our envisionment of what we want the final product to sound like. But when it comes to the intricacies and the nuances and uh, textural things, uh, like little mini sounds and synth backup things that we have to thicken everything, uh, it really brings a lot of the elements of the music to uh, a new level, specifically this kind of industrialized, sound that we kind of targeted on but at what cost so when you're picking a place to record at how do you decide that i know you're comfortable with the person doing the engineering but are costs a factor in figuring out of where course. yeah yeah um you know anyone uh that's willing to work uh with us to achieve our vision uh, the price you know it just comes as part of it uh luckily we, we have a pretty solid relationship with this guy and um he's done a great job so far but if it came to finding a new place to go in the future, uh, we definitely base it upon our, obviously, our financial situation. 
But uh, we're very personable dudes. We, we got a feeling when we meet people whether or not it's going to work out, you know, because when you're in the studio, you're practically living with someone. You know, you got to envision yourself spending hours of time with this person, and you do. And they really become like family after a while. We're talking with Sam Sowers, the bass player from Silver Tongue. How long have you been playing music? What's the first thing that you learned? First music that I learned? Yeah. It's a funny story. Um, both of my parents are actually music teachers, and I was uh, raised in a house by a pianist. Uh, I just have one brother, but he's also a musician, so I guess I didn't really have much of a choice. Uh, I ended up going to college for music education and music composition and studied music theory throughout college and stuff. But I always wanted to play and perform in a rock band ever since I was a kid. So, uh, you know, just look, waited for the opportunity to arise, and I'm just, ha- you know, having a great time so far being able to perform across the country with these dudes. It's been a great opportunity. So you started with piano? Yep, I did piano. Um, from when I was like way younger, um, must have been like three or four or five. And I played that until I guess I was a senior in, uh, college. Um, I don't know. I've, I've played lots of stuff. I played guitar and piano, but I decided to really, uh, pick up bass again just within the past five years. Uh, guitar has been my primary instrument before then. Do you remember the first rock song that you learned? Of course. Uh, had to be a Freebird solo when I was in sixth grade or seventh grade. I was like, "Ah, oh, mom, the Freebird solo, I gotta learn it." What did they What did they think of that? I mean, they. My dad was always a huge Iron Maiden fan, and my dad loved Kiss, so he had. I'd always kind of grown up with this idea of rock music being pretty common. Uh, but you know, I'd also studied classical music since I was a kid, so it was kind of out of the ordinary for a lot of classical musicians that I was hanging out with, but for my parents who had already liked rock, they were like, yep, you'll play guitar, it'll work. Didn't you have an unusual story that involved your parents and graduation and things? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great story, actually. Uh, so I was just finishing up my senior year of college where I was supposed to go and student teach in uh, one of the counties here in Maryland, and literally like Four days, maybe five days before the semester started, uh, Silver Tongue had let me know that they wanted me to be the guy because I didn't think they were going to pick me. You know, I was just get, getting my life together, just seeing how I'd stand up against all these other guys playing. So when they told me they wanted me to be the guy and to head out on the road with them, I was like, sorry, Mom, sorry, Dad. I'm taking some time off from college, and I'm going to go play with this rock band. <laughs> oh, my God. What are they, they, you know, they were mad at first, so they came around, and now everyone's cool, and we're all we're all tight. Well, at least they have that rock in their blood, so they kind of exactly they kind of see what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. They 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 just want me to be happy in hindsight. And are you? You're happy. You're you're loving what you're doing right now, dude. It's it's honestly, ever when I was a kid, I always wanted to do it, but I never really knew if I'd have the opportunity, especially when I had to choose between starting my teaching career or not, and. uh Doing what I'm doing right now is just really, I feel like, blessed to live this life, honestly. The stage keeps changing for you guys, too, because you're, uh, you're on some bigger stages and some smaller stages. How do you kind of pick and choose where to go and where to head out on tour? It's always a, it's, it's a situational thing, man. You know, if we get on a bill where we're opening up for a bigger band, we'll be lucky to share a big stage with them. Um, but, you know, we, we have this mentality that no matter where we're at, big venue, small venue, tiny bar, uh, 10 people, 10,000 people. We're always trying to give the same performance just to hold that standard to ourselves. But, um, you know, we don't mind playing those those small shows because, honestly, some of those small intimate shows when there's, you know, 15 people in the audience, dude, they 
you, they become your big fans, and they, and they love you, and they worship you, and they'll drive miles to see you. So that's why we kind of always maintain that mentality for performing. How much time and energy and even money do you guys spend in figuring out which, which tours to buy onto? Buy-ons are a whole nother thing. Um, we figure out if it is if it logistically makes sense with the band, uh, if it makes sense regionally, where we're traveling at, uh, if it's something we can finance and be able to do without uh, you know taking a huge leap of faith. Of course, we'll, we'll hop onto a buy-on, uh, but only if it's like, credible. You know, it's something that we mm-hmm. think is going to be successful in the end. We wouldn't do a buy-on with uh, I don't Iron Maiden. <laughs> I mean, we could, and that would be incredible, but, you know, bands that are more our silver tongue style, you know, uh, Godsmack, uh, Three Days Grace, Shine Down would be some worthy buy-ons, but, you know, um, we're getting to that next level here in a little bit, so those might be potential buy-ons, but uh, that's normally what things that we kind of consider when it comes to uh, doing a buy-on, is just, is it going to be worth it? Could we, do we like the band? Is it something we'd be willing to hop out on? And is it going to be smart in the end, you know? Why does this band work so well together? Because when you listen to the music and meeting you guys and seeing you you play, you guys are really tight. I don't know how much you practice and how much energy you put into staying on time and all that stuff, but maybe you can talk about that and, and how this group kind of works together like that, to keep it tight like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the acoustic stuff that you saw this summer – uh, is something that we really like to pride ourselves on because any rock band can go up and bang and do their thing on stage and have it be a big thing. But uh, to be able to chill and uh, unplug and use acoustic guitars and just have your vocals is a whole nother level of musicianship. Um, and so because of that, we rely a lot on our, on our vocal training. Uh, I went to school for, for, for choir and stuff. So that's one, one thing that I've been trying to step up on is like we always sing in vocal harmony, whether we have three-part harmony, two-part harmony, uh, vocal doubling, or weird stuff like that. This stuff that we can orchestrate together to make more of an acoustic performance, uh, that's something we've been really trying to stress recently uh, amongst ourselves. And overall, that kind of carries into the live show as well, too, when you plug in, because, hey, how solid are you on your vocal harmonies without electric guitar? Pretty solid. Okay, let's do it with electric guitar. So that is one of my things that I kind of like to pride ourselves on is our vocal harmony. Um, yeah, so that that would be a big part of the performance that I think kind of shines through for Silver Tongue. Sam, I, I know you guys are quite busy. I appreciate your time, and we encourage people to, first off, buy the album, but at what cost, and then they can certainly follow you all over the place on social media. For sure, yeah. We got uh, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, uh Anything you need, Twitter, Snapchat. Well, Sam, thank you so much. Say hi to the rest of the guys, and we wish you all the best, and I can't wait to hear what song you guys go with next. Thanks for sure. Thank you very much. Stay tuned, guys. It's a heavy one, so it'll be great.